This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast and Happy New Year. I am Elizabeth Benton. This is the first episode of 2019, a year that I am determined to make my happiest year and my healthiest year. And I am so committed to helping you do the same. This is going to be a year not about learning, not about preparing, but about taking action, getting off the sidelines, getting into the game, and creating what we want while enjoying the process. I think I really undervalued that last part for most of my life, enjoying the journey, appreciating where I am now, even while being excited and eager to achieve, to accomplish, to grow, to build, to improve. They are not mutually exclusive. It is not either you appreciate where you are now or you push for something better. It's both, right? And I've heard it said a million times and I've said it here before a hundred times that true intelligence is being able to hold two different ideas in our minds at the same time, often competing ideas. And so many people think that these are competing ideas, appreciating where you are now and also being excited to grow, to improve, to get to another level of life, whether in your finances, in your health, in your relationships, in your career, or all of the above. I'm going to go off on a wicked short tangent here for just a minute or two because I think it's really relevant. And then today what we're going to be talking about is my coaching method. Interestingly, while I think this comes up peripherally when I share how I coach myself, when I share about the 12 weeks to transformation or I share stories between that have happened between me and clients or me and folks who have emailed me. So I think it comes up peripherally, but I realized I've never done an episode on how do I coach? How do I believe that we can most effectively create change in our lives? So that's what we're going to do today. But I wanted to just share a coaching moment that I had with myself about two hours ago. I am recording this on January 1st, 1st of 2019, if you're listening to this sometime in the future. I am recording this on January 1st when I think it airs on January 3rd. January 1st is a work day for me, but I also really want to be much more deliberate about incorporating the things that matter most to me every single day. I don't want to have the this span of work days where those days don't prioritize relationships and fun and connection. I want to make sure that I am living those priorities out, relationships, connection, and fun, every single day. And today was a really great opportunity to practice that. After being out late on New Year's Eve and having been battling a virus of some kind for a little over a week now, so being tired plus still not feeling super great, 
Woke up early this morning, January 1st, to work for a couple hours before heading to the gym and thought about going right home after the gym to dive into work. But because I really want to embody this prioritization in action of relationships, of fun, of connection, I went to breakfast with my boyfriend after the gym, and then he was doing a polar plunge this morning. I don't know if you've ever heard of that concept, but here in New England, it's a pretty common thing that on January 1st, a whole bunch of people will get dressed up in crazy outfits and or bathing suits, Speedos, bikinis, you name it, and run into the ocean, submerge themselves, and run out. He wanted to do the polar plunge. I didn't for a couple of reasons. One, I haven't been feeling well. Two, I had my eyebrows microbladed. I shared pictures on Instagram. Uh, But I had my eyebrows microbladed just a few days ago, so I can't get my face wet for the first week. So I was out of the polar plunge, and I thought about, hey, look, that's his thing. I'm not doing it. I'll stay home and work. And then I thought, no, this is a fun thing that I can participate in even if I'm not going into the water. So I decided, gym, out to breakfast, polar plunge. Before you know it, it's the middle of the afternoon because after the polar plunge, there's this after thing, and I was committed to practicing that. Well, sure enough, all of a sudden, it's late in the day on January 1st, and my work priorities haven't been done. And that voice is in my head of, oh, well, it's been such a long day move a few things to tomorrow, which would have been an absolutely fine option. Take some of the things from the work priority list from today and move them to tomorrow because today was full of other stuff. But here's what I decided and here's how I coached myself in that moment. I can do both. Yeah, maybe that means working a bit later tonight. That is what it will mean today. But it's not Either I live my life fully and I prioritize connection or I get all my work done. It can be done. And surely there are exceptions, right? I'm not here saying stay up all night working. Not at all. I certainly won't be doing that. I'll be going to bed probably around the same time as always. But I will be working later into the evening because A, I didn't want to break commitments that I made to myself. One of those commitments was prioritizing relationships and having fun. But another of those commitments was the work that I wanted to get done today because I have some really big, ambitious, audacious, bold goals in 2019. And it begins by really getting some big things out of the way and off my plate at the start of this month. I'm not going to start the week the day, the year, with excuses and exceptions. And I'm not going to start the week, the day, the year telling myself that it's either the socialization, the fun, and the connection, or the work productivity. It will be both. I can do that. It might look a little bit different. I don't usually record podcasts at night because I'm more of a morning person. But not only am I recording this one at night, I'm recording another one after this and I will do it with a great attitude. So I was just working through that on my own before I hit record. And in case that helps or inspires any of you, I thought I would share it. But that is not what today is about. Today is all about my coaching methodology for myself and for my clients. 
I thought this was timely for a couple of reasons. Obviously, it is the first episode of 2019, and many of us are coming back to our intentions to take great care of ourselves to make this year happier and healthier, but also because the 12 Weeks to Transformation, my 12-week coaching group where I work with people every single day on creating the change they want in their life, registration is only open for a few more days. And the reason I say a few more days and I'm not like it closes on X date is because it's based on the number of people that enroll and the rate at which they enroll because I limit based on my own personal bandwidth of a total client load. Um, So registration is closing soon, let's say it that way, for the winter 12 weeks to transformation, which kicks off on Sunday, January 13th. So since there have been a lot of questions coming in about like, well, what do you do? How is it different than the podcast? What's included? I thought it was really timely to share my coaching methodology for those of you that are kind of on the fence. If you want to grab your spot before it closes out, primalpotential.com forward slash transform is where you go to register for the winter 12 weeks to transformation. Again, that's primalpotential.com forward slash transform. And I will also link to it in the show notes. As I shared in episode 549, the workshop episode on how I am reviewing 2018 and strategizing for 2019 to make sure that I am hitting my priorities right out of the gate and also as the year goes on, definitely listen to 549. I shared in 549 that I have created a little something for those of you that want a sneak peek of the 12 Weeks to Transformation before you make that commitment. And that is something you can get on board with at primalpotential.com forward slash daily. Basically, one of the elements of the 12 Weeks to Transformation, one of many, are these daily coaching audio messages. You know what? What I just shared with the the work and the balance and the doing the the uh podcasts in the evening and making things, making it be both ways is a great example of the kind of message that would be a part of those daily coaching notes. Because sometimes they are related to, in that example, how I coach myself. Other times they're examples of how I'm actively coaching other people. And other times they are just things that inspire, move, and motivate me. So you can get Five of those daily messages, one a day for five days by just dropping in your name and email address at primalpotential.com forward slash daily. There are so many other elements to the 12 weeks to transformation. There is the guided daily journal, the weekly challenges, the private Facebook groups, live Q&As with me every single week for actually 13 weeks because there's a bonus week thrown in there. Uh, So all the 12 weeks plus a bonus week live Q&As with me. But the daily coaching audios are a great way that I help myself and my clients come back every day to what they want, why they want it instead of drifting. So if you want to check those out, see what they are like as you make the decision about if the 12 weeks to transformation is right for you, just go to primalpotential.com forward slash daily. I'll also link to that in the show notes. So the link to register for the 12 Weeks to Transformation will be in today's show notes, as well as that link for getting five of those daily coaching audios for free just to feel it out will also be in the show notes. Let's dive right in now to my methodology. 
This came on my radar because it seems to me that a lot of people think that my, that what I'm here for when I work with clients is something related to a diet, and it's not. I personally have been on every diet under the moon. That's not how I created change in my eating habits. It's not how I created change in my body. I didn't diet my way anywhere, not to a smaller size. I didn't diet my way to a happier life. I didn't diet my way to building a business or financial success. The 12 weeks to transformation is not a diet. And I, Elizabeth Benton, Primal Potential, am not in the diet business. At all, now or ever, haven't been, won't be, that's not my jam. A lot of people think that the 12 Weeks to Transformation is a food plan or a meal list. You know, that is not my jam. And a lot of people think that the 12 Weeks to Transformation is about weight loss. And it is not, though a lot of people are drawn to it because that is the change they want to make. They want to improve their relationship with food. And that certainly is a byproduct of a lot of the work that we do. But to be clear and start out with what my methodology is not, it's not a diet. It's not about weight loss. It's not about getting smaller. It's not about food lists or meal plans or anything like that. My methodology is a framework. It's not a formula. And I think that is a very important distinction to make. It is a framework and not a formula. So I am not saying do this, then do this, and that will get you this. This plus this equals this. It's not Life is not that clean. And honestly, I think that that is sort of like a cop-out approach. And I don't say that with any disrespect for anybody who is selling or pushing a formula. But uh, Jill Coleman, and I mentioned her in the last episode because she had shared something on Instagram that really moved me. But she talks about different levels of our approach to change. And she she talks about them in terms of college classes and you know how there's like English 101 and English 201 and English 301 and English 101 might be like classic literature but English 201 is the next level and English 301 is the next level and she talks about food this way too and I think that the dieting mentality the formula mentality do it like this plus add this and that equals this is very 101 As we evolve, when we really get serious about this isn't some 30-day something, this isn't a 60-day fad, this isn't a jump start or a quick start or a blast off or whatever you want to call it, it's a framework, which means that there is a lot of room for, intentionally, your individuality, your lifestyle. It's not a formula that you have to stick to whether you are a busy working mom or you are a retiree or whatever. No, it is a framework, meaning that most of it is up to you. There is general philosophy and general principles, but then all of the adjusting and the fine tuning is based on you, not me but you. 
It is a framework, not a formula, which allows it to be very specific to you, which allows it to accommodate for the fact that maybe you work overnight, the fact that you've got three young children, children, the fact that you have Hashimoto's or whatever it is. It's a framework, not a formula. And I decided to kind of just write down for myself, which was a wonderful exercise in clarity, some of the pillars of my methodology, my framework, how I coach myself and how I coach my clients. And it begins with, as the most important piece of this framework, paying attention. Paying attention to yourself more than paying attention to others. Paying attention to what you want, not to what you don't want. Paying attention to what is happening in your body, with your body, and that is not just about the size of your waist. It is about your energy level. It is about your sleep, how hungry you are, your cravings, and how frequent they are. My At the core of my coaching methodology, the most important thing is you paying attention to you, me paying attention to me versus you paying attention to me or you paying attention to your sister who seems like she can do everything differently and get different results. Not nearly as relevant as you paying attention to you. One of the ways that I really emphasize this pillar of paying more attention Again, to you, to what you want, to what your goals are, and how your body is responding to what you are doing, and to your thoughts, right? Thinking more about what you do want and what you can do than paying attention to what you don't want or what you can't do. Journaling is one of the key ways that I implement this in my own life and in my work with my clients. I have been journaling every day for years now. And the fun part of the 12 Weeks to Transformation is initially there wasn't a journal. And we just all used blank notebooks, blank paper, whatever else. And then the things that we were constantly asking ourselves, the things that we were looking to pay more attention to, I put them together in a journal format so those daily prompts were there. So it wasn't as much of a blank canvas. It was a bit more guided. So we remind ourselves of the things we want to pay attention to daily. And then there's probably now been at least nine iterations and or overhauls to this daily guided journal to make it better, to bring our attention to things like, what am I able and willing to do to make today better than yesterday? And then really basic things like, what am I eating? And how am I feeling? How's my energy? Am I hungry? Does my body need fuel? What went well today? What would I like to do better tomorrow? How is my body responding? So that is a huge part of my methodology, this idea and practice of paying attention. I was super moved maybe just two days ago, by a post that I saw from Justin Sua. 
And somebody was actually asking him about maybe his advice on on writing a book or something like that. But it was his response that really solidified for me and reinforced why I believe journaling is such a powerful tool and not some like woo-woo, hippy-dippy thing, but really a practice of paying more attention, which is a powerful, powerful requirement for creating change. And what he said was, the best book you'll ever read is the one you write. He says that journaling allows you to document very simply what's working and what's not working. And here's what I love. The weakest pen is stronger than the strongest memory. Relying on your memory and your reflections, not a good strategy for change. In fact, there have been countless studies that show that people's recall flat out sucks. Flat out sucks. So if it's like, I mean, no, I've I've been eating pretty well lately. I don't know why my body is responding. Just know that scientifically we know your recollection of how you've been eating is not as good as you think it is. Sure, you think it is spot on. It's likely not spot on at all. When we pay more attention, and journaling is one of many tools that I use in my methodology to help people pay attention, When we pay attention, we dramatically accelerate our progress towards our goals and it feels easier. For each of these components of my methodology, how I coach myself and how I coach my clients, I want to share just really, really simply what it looks like in my life. So what journaling looks like or really more accurately, what paying attention, because journaling is just one sub piece of this larger piece of paying attention What it looks like in my life, I do begin every single day with a journal and I do use the journal that my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients use because I love it. It really came out of something that I was already using for myself and I make it better every single time. And the reason that we use that, the 12 Weeks to Transformation journal, instead of something else that's out there is because I thought there was a need for something that really brought our attention to the things that matter most in terms of creating change and empowering ourselves. So I use that and I also use just a blank notebook. So in my 12 Weeks to Transformation journal, I go through all the daily prompts in there and that's what I use to keep track of what I eat, when I eat, how I'm feeling, if energy is low, etc. But I also take two to three minutes every morning in my blank journal. I have been doing something I've shared with you. This isn't the first time I've told you about this. Uh, journaling about my identity. And that's not like, who am I? What do I want? It's more like, how do I want to show up? Who do I want to be? And what does it look like to act that way today? And it takes me two or three minutes and I actually share a picture of that with a couple of people in the Primal Potential Masters Club. It's something we do for accountability. It started a couple months ago now. Um, I just take a picture of it. I send it off to them. No commentary needed. They send me theirs. And it's just a built-in accountability piece that we decided on in the Masters Club. So that's what it looks like for me in terms of journaling. But paying attention is something I practice constantly. Like last night was New Year's Eve. I went out to dinner with my boyfriend and I ordered carne asada. And part of paying attention for me in practice, what it looks like in my life, is at one point in the meal, I asked myself, am I continuing to eat because this is delicious? 
Or am I continuing to eat because I'm still hungry and I think I need fuel? Like I think my body needs more fuel. And at that point, it was like, no, I'm definitely not still hungry. I probably passed that marker like six or seven bites ago. Uh, so I'm going to box this up. So it's little things like that in a workout paying attention might be, am I giving my best or am I holding something back? And that is a practice. But the way that it gets reinforced is in my daily journal. The second pillar, if we can call it that, of my methodology, how I coach myself as well as how I coach my clients, is aligning your thoughts with what you want. Now, that seems pretty basic, pretty obvious, but even in my own life, oftentimes the way that I am thinking is entirely at odds with what I want. What this looks like in my life, I told you I'd incorporate that and share that with you uh, for each one of these aspects. Simple example. So I am in the process of buying a new property. What I want is for it to be seamless and for it to be very peaceful and to go into it confidently. And yet often I find my thoughts totally at odds with being confident in this process and excited about taking on a renovation. I've never renovated an entire property that is multiple, multiple acres. Uh, And so I will find oftentimes that I am thinking about fear-based thoughts there like, well, what about this? And how much is this going to cost? And, you know, how am I going to make this work, et cetera, et cetera. And one of my core coaching tenets is aligning how I'm thinking with what I want because when those things are not aligned, what that creates is stress. And stress reduces our energy, stress increases our hunger, stress impairs our mood, it takes away from our quality of life. And one thing I am totally committed to is having this year be happier and healthier. And in order to do that, I must choose a lower stress response. And in order to do that, it comes back to that core coaching tenet, which is aligning my thoughts with what I want. This is also very true in terms of food, right? If I'm working with a client and they are thinking about how inconsistent they are, how they screwed up the weekend, how disappointed they are, their thoughts are completely at odds with what they want. And our thoughts drive our choices, period, the end. That is all there is to it. Whether you make a choice you're proud of or you make a choice you aren't proud of, every single choice we make is driven by our thoughts. And so if our thoughts are not aligned with what we want, well, then we're making choices that are not aligned with the results that we want. That is a theme in my coaching, in my own life, and with my clients every single day. The third pillar of my own coaching methodology is execution via evolution, not revolution. Execution via implementation, not information. So we are not making these big, huge changes. In fact, within the 12 weeks to transformation, we focus on one thing every week. One, not 12. 
It's not like, hey, uh, yeah, so we need to change the way you're thinking and you've got to start journaling and you really should cut out the soda and maybe go for a walk, get more sleep, implement a morning routine. Yeah, nope, absolutely not. That's more aligned with dieting mentality, revolution, blank slate, start fresh, jump on a bandwagon. No, no, no. That is not how I coach myself and it is certainly not how I coach my clients. It is about evolution, which is gradual, not revolution. It is about implementation, which is about taking action, not about information, which is about learning. What it looks like in my life. In fact, this actually came up on a client call, so very much part of my life. I was asking my client what she was able and willing to do to participate in the improvement she wanted to make. And she said, you know, I really need to make more time to read about this change I want to make. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. Red flag. Here's the deal. Could you learn more? Sure. Is there more for you to know? Absolutely. And also, do you know enough to consistently take action today, tomorrow, the next day? Absolutely. So save your energy, save your time. Do not check the box of effort for learning. It's not the same thing. And I am always bringing my clients back, and we'll talk more about this especially in the next episode, which is about my philosophy on food very specifically. But you don't need to know more. You need to do more. And that is the essence of my coaching philosophy. In my own life, I love, love, love to read. It is so important to me. And oftentimes when we learn something new, we get the same brain response, the same neurochemical response as we would get that sense of achievement and accomplishment as we would get if we took action ourselves. And so every time I read something, because it doesn't mean I don't learn, it doesn't mean that I don't value information, I very much do, but here's the thing that I implement in my life, how I coach myself What will I do with this today? How will I put this into action today? If I so value what I've just learned, how am I going to act on it? What am I going to do about it? How will this show up in my behavior today? That is a mandate I have for myself. It is something I practice all the time. When we are creating these changes, right, I said that in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, it's based on one challenge every week, not two, not three, one specific focus of every single week. The key of execution is continuing to pay attention because making a change because somebody said to make the change is not the point. That's very, as I said earlier, 101, But making the change and then assessing, paying attention, what's different? Is this making me feel better? How does this impact me? What do I notice? That is going to help us really stay connected to the choices that make us feel our best versus staying away from the choices that don't necessarily make ourselves feel our best. I talked in episode 549 about my real commitment to process improvement over outcome attachment. Outcome attachment would be, say, like, I want to lose 15 pounds versus a commitment to process improvement, which is I can eat better today in the following ways. 
I know to get what I want, I have to be more diligent in my food choices. And so today, my commitment to improving the process by which I eat looks like this. With my clients, with myself, that is at the heart of my coaching methodology, process improvement over outcome attachment. Don't tell me that you really want to lose 30 pounds by, you know, the end of the quarter. Tell me what you're going to do today that is an improvement for you, right? Don't tell me how frustrated you are that you felt winded at the gym. Tell me what you're going to do today to be a better athlete, to improve your stamina, Everything is about process improvement over outcome attachment. Today when I was journaling, I wrote that I am committed to being happier and healthier this year. But that is very much an outcome, right? So I turned it into a process by asking myself and writing this down. It took me less than 60 seconds to do so. What will I do today to choose more happiness, to create more happiness? Or what will I not do today for the sake of being happier, for the sake of being healthier? And that is something I do every day. It is something that comes up in my conversations, in my webinars, in my Q&As with my clients constantly. This might be one of the biggest pillars of my own coaching methodology, certainly with myself and always with others, and that is attitude. I place a huge emphasis on attitude because, and I told you, I've done every diet under the freaking sun. I have done every short-term strategy. And what I have seen about a lot of other approaches that are very much outcome-based, very much based on revolution or resolution instead of evolution, big changes versus small changes, is that those other approaches generally come with a big old side of whining, complaining, sacrificing judgment, and drama. Not me, man. Nope. I tell my clients all the time, this is not something you're doing to yourself. This is something you are doing for yourself. If you choose the perspective of sacrifice, you will be inconsistent because we don't want to sacrifice. Maybe every once in a while, but certainly not as a consistent pattern or way of being. So we've got to change our attitude. Less drama, less complaining, less victimization, and more about not just stuffing those things down. My approach, my methodology with myself and with my clients is not just don't tell me about your complaints. I don't want to hear your whining or your excuses. That's not it at all. It is how do we change the perspective on this so that we're not just ignoring the fact that it feels harder, that it feels like a sacrifice. We are changing so it doesn't feel hard or it doesn't feel like a sacrifice because we've changed our perspective so much. In my own life, when I don't feel like going to the gym, I just challenge myself to say, what's good about this? How can I get excited about this? Or if I feel like, oh, I really want dessert, but I shouldn't, but I shouldn't, I should be good. Well, I want to make a good choice because I want to feel great. How do I want to feel when I wake up tomorrow morning? Vibrant, proud, 
energized? What is it going to take to feel that way? What do I have to do tonight to wake up feeling that way tomorrow? And that is a big part of how I shift my perspective. And also remembering the fact that I've done the overindulging thing. I've done the sleeping in, the overspending, the not going to the gym. And that wasn't fun at all. That wasn't a gift. That wasn't living fully. No, I was hardly living at all. I was miserable. I was depressed. I was obese. I wasn't excited about anything in life. And that helps me check my attitude as well. A few other little things. Those are really the core tenets of my coaching methodology, how I coach myself, how I coach my clients. But there are a few other things that come up a lot that I wouldn't quite call tenets, but these are big, strong, bold beliefs. And one of that, one of those is there is no freaking wagon. You're not off the wagon. You're not on the wagon. There's no wagon. There's just the choice you make right now. And anything else goes back to that attitude part that we just talked about. If your perspective is that you're either on or you're off, how can you change your perspective to maybe just be like, it's just one choice at a time. I'm not off track. I'm not lost. I'm not stuck. I am always one choice away from creating what I want. And we return to that choice, to that simple truth, to that blank slate over and over and over and over again. Something else that comes up a lot is this idea of lies we tell ourselves. I always dot, dot, dot. I always start out strong, but come the end of the day, I'm just exhausted. I'm not paying attention. I don't care. If you tell me you always, then you are already telling me how it will be tonight and how it will be tomorrow. Let's not continue to take the past and claim it for now and claim it for the future. When I notice this tendency, like the the one that I'm working on for me personally, what this looks like in my life is the fear-based thinking. Instead of I always default to what could go wrong because that is not descriptive. It's prescriptive. I'm not saying I've been there and I'm creating change. I'm saying this is the way that it is. And if I tell myself that, well, what do you think is going to happen? Because as I said earlier, we have to align the way we think with what we want because our thoughts drive our choices. So what I will say is instead, I have a tendency to So I am working to create this particular change. Or in the past, I found that. And so I am or I will or today insert the behavior I want. Because if you tell me that you can't, if you tell me that you always quit, you are taking the past and you are saying, I still choose this right now today versus that was yesterday. And that comes up in my coaching with myself and my clients constantly, 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 constantly. You've heard me say this on the podcast before, but I remind myself of this and I remind my clients of this on the regular. Anytime somebody says to me, I just can't seem to 
whatever it is. I just can't seem to stop hitting snooze. I just can't avoid eating after dinner. No matter what I tell myself I'm going to do, I walk to that kitchen, I walk to that refrigerator, and no, sure enough, you know the story. And here's what I tell them. If I offered you a million dollars and I said, I will give you a million dollars tonight if you don't eat after dinner, could you do it? Well, yeah. If I said to you, if you get up when your alarm goes off tomorrow without hitting snooze, you'll get a million dollars cash, could you do it? Of course. Well, nothing changed about your capacity. If you are able to when there's money on the line, you are able to when there's not money on the line. The only thing that changed isn't your capacity, it's your willingness and your perspective. And if you convince yourself that you can't, you can't. And if you convince yourself that you can, you can. If you convince yourself there are no stakes, there are no stakes. But if you convince yourself the stakes are high, you will take action. And that is the essence of our practice here. Paying attention aligning how you think with what you want. Execution via evolution, not revolution, via implementation, not information. Process improvement over outcome attachment. Optimizing your attitude, leaving the judgment, the drama, the whining, the complaining, and the perspective of sacrifice at the door. And then adjusting. Is it working? Do I feel better? Do I not? Is my body changing? Am I making progress towards my goal? Constantly adjusting, not expecting that the way it was a month ago is the way it will be today or the way it was last time is the way it will be today. We have a constant practice of paying attention and then adjusting. There are a bunch of episodes related to these topics and I'm going to link to them over in the show notes. I'm going to be try I'm going to try to be better in 2019 about sharing related episodes if you're like, "Oh, yes, I love this. It was speaking to me." Related episodes along the same lines and most recently, episodes related to what we're talking about today would be 549 which was a workshop on identifying what you want and what you're going to do to get it and stay consistent. Episode 548 on the three strategies to get out of your own way that came directly from coaching calls that I was having. And then episode 546, which is all about the 12 weeks to transformation. Uh, That is really important information to get right away if you are curious about it because registration is closing soon for that winter 12 weeks to transformation You can register at primalpotential.com forward slash transform, and I will link to that in the show notes for today's episode. Show notes are at primalpotential.com forward slash 550 because today is episode 550. If you want to get a sneak peek of those daily coaching audios, what are they like? You know, do they help me? Do they motivate me? I have set it up for you to get five of those, one a day for five days. If you go to primalpotential.com slash daily, I know I'm throwing a lot of links at you, but the only one you really need to remember is slash 550, primalpotential.com forward slash 550, because that's the show notes. All the links will be in there. If you want to participate in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, don't wait because registration is closing very soon. Let's wrap up with a meal I loved recently and a workout that I loved. Um, The meal I loved, 
carne asada. I told you guys about that um, earlier on. I love Mexican food. I find it really easy to eat in a way that makes me feel amazing in Mexican restaurants. I hold the rice, hold the beans, hold the tortillas, meaning don't send them out. And it's just steak, veggies, pico, salsa, uh, guacamole. And I almost always have leftovers to take home. So I get two meals out of it. Love it, love it. Uh, Workout that I loved, 20-minute AMRAP. AMRAP means as many reps as possible. So you're doing this as many times as possible in 20 minutes. AMRAP 20, 20 minute, as many reps as possible of 22 body weight squats, also called air squats, 12 toes to bar, nine burpees. You just keep going through that until 20 minutes expires. That'll get you good. Check out primalpotential.com forward slash 550 for all the links we talked about today those daily coaching audios, the related episodes so that you can learn more about these topics and take more action, uh, as well as the daily coaching audios or registering for the 12 Weeks to Transformation. Primalpotential.com forward slash 550. Happy New Year. I am so committed to living each day happier and healthier and helping you do the same. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.